Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the book, uh, book of Acts. We're in the seventh chapter. And in the previous episodes, we've been uh, reading Stephen. Stephen has responded to the religious rulers. They'd ask him, hey, are these things so, the high priests specifically? And in the previous episode, we read verses 9 and 10. And remember what happened there. He said this, that the patriarchs became jealous of Joseph and sold him into Egypt. Yet God was with him, and God rescued him from all his afflictions. God granted him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he made him governor over Egypt and all his household. And so again, Stephen is just reiterating uh, their history as a people. And this is all in response to that initial question, you know, are these things true that the people are saying about you? So you have to think, well, where's he going on this? Well, we'll see. Verse 11, Stephen continues, says this, Now a famine came over all Egypt and Canaan, and great affliction with it, and our fathers could find no food. So he's carrying on and telling about, the, the, about Joseph, about that account. Verse 12, But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our fathers there the first time. So Stephen, when he mentions his father, he's talking about the 12 patriarchs. You have Abraham, <clears throat> Isaac, Jacob, who was renamed Israel. And these are the 12 sons of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel. Aha, yeah, heard that before, right? So now he's saying, he's calling them our fathers. And so he sent the fathers there. Jacob did, or Israel, heard there was grain, heard there was food in Egypt. And so he sent their fathers there the first time. Verse 13, on the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and Joseph's family was disclosed to Pharaoh. <clears throat> so you can read this uh, entire account uh, in Genesis, okay? uh, chapter 45, 44, 45, all through there. Okay? Uh, really, chapters previous to that, it's a pretty long account, detailed account. But the second time that they came back, they needed more food, Joseph made himself known. He says, hey, I'm Joseph, your brother, the one that you sold into slavery <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, how they must have felt and how they responded. And then Joseph's family was disclosed to Pharaoh. In other words, Pharaoh uh, heard and was introduced, and Pharaoh was ecstatic that they were there. So Stephen's just recounting this. This is history that these religious rulers knew. Verse 14. Then Joseph sent word and invited Jacob, his father, and all his relatives to come to him, 75 persons in all. So Joseph told his brothers, go back, get my father, bring Everybody, bring the whole family down here to Egypt because we've got five more years of this. We've just gone through two years, but there's going to be five more years of this. So verse 15, and Jacob went down to Egypt, and there he and our fathers died. And, you know, sometimes we don't think about that. Uh, Jacob, Israel, he goes down to Egypt, and he winds up down there, lives a long life, and dies. And, but uh, Stephen says there he and our fathers died. All of them died. Those 12 tribes, right? They all died. Verse 16. From there they were removed to Shechem and laid in the tomb which Abraham had purchased for a sum of money from the sons of Hamor 
in Shechem. So Stephen gets into the burial thing, you know, gets into all the details. He's letting them know, hey, I know our history. I know the word. I know this. Then verse 17. But as the time of the promise was approaching, which God had assured to Abraham, the people increased and multiplied in Egypt until there arose another king over Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph. You see that in Exodus 1. There arose another Pharaoh who didn't know about Joseph. And look what Stephen says. He says, as the time came for the promise, time of the promise, what was the promise? Well, the promise was that they would be enslaved for 400 years, <clears throat> okay? And that when, then they would be set free from the nation that was enslaving them. As that time approached, the people increased and multiplied. Abraham's line in pre increased and multiplied. And they actually started becoming a threat to the Pharaoh and to the Egyptian leadership. And so then another king arose who knew nothing about Joseph, who didn't know about Joseph, didn't know the history of this and all that took place. Verse 19, it was he who took shrewd advantage of our race and mistreated our fathers so that they would expose their infants and they would not survive. And, you know, that word race right there is literally genos. It means countrymen, descendants, our family, of our kind. Uh, you, you really don't see the idea of race in the scripture in the way that we describe it in our culture. Human beings are one blood. We are human beings. But he's saying it was this Pharaoh who came along and started mistreating their fathers, okay, and who started exposing their infants. That's interesting. You know, what is that talking about in the midst of all that, exposing it? What it means is that it's putting them out to die so that they would not survive. Verse 20, it was at this time that Moses was born, and he was lovely in the sight of God, and he was nurtured three months in his father's home. <coughs> so I'm going to stop right there for the day because my time's about to run out here. But I want you to see what's going on. He's given, Stephen's given this account of the history, but more than just the history. He's reminding these religious rulers what God has done for them and how everything that the Lord had said had come to fruition. Okay? The things that God had done for them as a people and as a nation and the loving kindness of the Lord, how it truly is everlasting. Stephen was reminding them. He's up to the point of Moses right now. Moses, who's highly esteemed in everything, right? And he's going to keep going on through here until he gets to a point where he declares something. I'll give you a little hint. That declaration is going to cost him his corporeal existence here on earth. In other words, his life here on earth. But even as he's dying, he's going to be looking into glory, proclaiming what he's seeing and where he's headed. Well, we'll carry on with this in the next episode. Okay, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you then. Goodbye.